Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Harper hits him in the air. Left back, it goes! Harper! The swing of his life! MLB playoffs are near, and you know what that means, Alex? Yep. Flippin' Bats will be staying up late and having all the fun. From breaking down the most important stories and games, nobody's done what he's doing. Nobody. Not even Babe Ruth. To interviewing baseball's biggest stars. I felt like I was pitching more stress. I was trying to be so perfect. No one covers America's pastime like us. So as we sprint towards this year's World Series on Fox, please make sure to listen, follow, and subscribe to Flippin' Bats with Ben Verlander and me, Alex Curry. Baseball is fun. And so are we. We're going to have fun, dang it. We'll talk to you soon. Colonel, long time no see. Snake, today's briefing is of the utmost importance. What is it, Colonel? I'll be telling you all about the Ford Focus SE. (laughs) (laughs) You got me. You got me. Uh, Got me too. I didn't see it coming. Sounds good. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Play Retro. This is Play Retro. Yeah, we play a lot of retro games here. That may have been obvious by the name. I don't know. Uh, But I'm Scott Johnson, one of your hosts. And I don't just sneak around in a cardboard box. I live in one all day long. Oh, I can smell it, too. Oh, and I'm your other host, Brian Dunaway. And my mom just dropped me off to do this podcast. And all I have is this pack of cigarettes, an attitude, and a suit made for sneaking. Time to save the world, but first, hey, bro, you got a light? Because I think I'm going to go hide under that stinky cardboard box you had and <laughs> hit it. Snake! Over. Snake. Oh, Snake! It might, it might be obvious, but we're going to be talking about Solid Snake. We're going to be talking about Metal Gear, the NES years, and beyond. PlayStation 1's uh, Metal Gear Solid kind of ending things out, and a few other things on the side. Some pretty wild business happened behind the scenes of a game you all just think happened. You just think it came out, yeah. and then it was just there. But yeah. there was more to it. Uh, Europe got it first, and we're going to talk about why and on yeah, what hardware. Europe and, got it before we did. We yeah. didn't get nothing. We got nothing. So anyway, all that's coming up soon. Stick around for more about Metal Gear. Before we do that, though, a couple of quick things. A listener, Brian, who was on oh, his I'm way right. to Tennessee for or Kentucky, can't remember which. Anyway, got a new job. He's leaving California. Been to all the nerdtaculars. This guy's like a regular. He's awesome. He listens to this show. Uh, really like him. We had to make a little bit of a package exchange while he drove through Salt Lake City. Oh, here's you some mushrooms. Uh-huh. There's that. No, it's not that. Uh, instead, oh. he brought by a working Sega Saturn 
What? With the controller, uh, some games, a uh, uh, action replay on the back of the thing, which lets you do all kinds of skeevy business. How is this fair? I uh, didn't get. I had to buy mine. Uh huh. Sure. Like, but all the other stuff you get for free. In fact, I think he even said to me, "I felt bad because Brian gets all the cool stuff, so this oh, is for you." Oh, that's that's hilarious. It is pretty it. nice. Anyway, so he I sent me it. that. I loved my Saturn back in the day. I'm very happy to have one back, yeah, yeah. and uh, we'll be doing some cool stuff with that. Um, also, at working Genesis, a couple of controllers there, and uh, just the nicest dude. It was really sweet oh, of him to do that. Nice, so Brian. Thanks. Thanks, man. And I hope your and new think, job's awesome. I bet it will be. I think that action replay, I think, allows you to play region-free games. I think you can load up some stuff, side load and stuff. I haven't tried it yet, but uh, but I've I've heard. That's what I've been told. If yeah. you want to play all the games. I think you're right. And also, doesn't the slot in the back double as a Genesis mm-hmm. uh, player? It plays Genesis. So games. that's what that was a big disappointment to a lot of people who purchased the Sega Saturn because the cart shape and size is very similar to a Genesis cart, but no, that is for memory expansion only, oh. which uh, some people made use of, like what you have in there. See, I, now that, that I, now that you say that, I think I find that, I think I do remember that because at the time I remember yeah. being stoked. I'm like, look, there's a Genesis cartridge back there. We all did. We was like backwards compatibility. Yeah. What? That wasn't it. That <laughs> wasn't right. it. Gonna break out my old Genesis games, and we're gonna have a party. Genesis. Nope. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, very happy about that. Thank you so much for that. And best of luck to you as you move through the rest of the country. Brian, uh, tell me about what you've been up to. What'd you do this week? Okay, so, so this, this past week, a couple things while I get this ready. Um, Jeff Rose on Mastodon, by the way, I'm on Mastodon. Uh, I like it over there. It's one of those social media sites. Um, but I get a lot of feedback over there about what we do here on play retro show. A lot of uh, retro streamers. Yeah. There's a new steam deck sort of, there's like a, if you go to deck hd.com, there's like an upgrade path for a better screen and kind of stuff. This mm-hmm. is still in pre-order currently. I'm not sure exactly how they're managing this or doing it or what all the details are, but there's uh, there's like I said, deckhd.com. Not saying I support them. I'm just saying the stuff looks neat. Experience unseen details, unleash vibrant colors. And see, I, we talked about this. I have the middle of the road uh, Steam Deck, so I didn't get that that highest one like you did. So. Yeah. I'm like, uh, do I just get a screen? Do I send it? Do I send the one I currently have? Do they just send me a whole new uh, deck? I don't know, but there's some specs and some comparisons. I can join the wait list essentially, and yeah. uh, so it ups the resolution. I don't know if that'll yeah. help with games that are you know best performed at 1280 by estimated but... price ninety nine dollars. So I'm assuming that means it's either a kit. Or something you send off. I'm assuming it's a, a screen upgrade kit of some sort. But I joined the wait list on that uh, Deck HD. And if we'll, we're going to kind of monitor it and see what's going on. Because I find it interesting. You know what's weird about it, though? Let me read you these specs. Okay? Is, it, is it the 400 nits? No, it's not that. They're going to nitpick so, on the nits? Deck HD, <laughs> estimated 99 bucks, right? Original yeah. Steam Deck, you've already got the screen. It right. claims a 1920 by 1200 resolution bump. This is currently, the current right. deck is 1280 by 800. Correct. Seven IP, uh, seven inch IPS display. This is also mm-hmm. a seven inch IPS display. Right. Uh, the big difference is ninety five percent RG or sRGB coverage. This has only got sixty seven percent. The nits are the same. Four hundred. That's the brightness. Uh, sixty hertz refresh rate. Same. And anti glare coating. Same. If you got the highest end model. Right. You if you got the highest level. Right. Right. So what I guess what I'm saying is it's funny they're using these as specs when really like three of the four of the only five yeah are only all the same. yeah. I guess they're saying the screen as as good as the original plus enhancements, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. 
I think this is fine. Like this is a thing some fine. people will do. I'm like I said, nine nine bucks. Uh, screen improvement. Since I got the middle of the road one, it might be worth it for me. I I just don't know if it'd be worth it for somebody on the on the highest tier already. If they said you know this is I mean? an OLED screen, I'd get stoked. But yeah, since this is not, I don't care. I'm yeah, good. still IPS according to what it says. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have to. We'll, we're just keeping it. We'll keep an eye on it. Says so once again, that's Deck HD. In the meantime, yeah. I picked up this. This is the Amber Nick 35 double X, I believe. It is a form factor that is kind of closer to the MiU Mini, if you're familiar with that one. Um, it's kind of shaped like uh, like a, a Game Boy, but like a, not like a wide Game Boy. Yeah, like a wide, like a a, ga- a Game Boy fatty yep. is what it is. Yep. Right. Yep. So we've had we both had Amber Nicks. We got the RG. 30 something something anyway mm-hmm. we had one that before we got our steam decks right and so i was i was interested in this format and i will tell you um i like what i'm seeing so far i picked it up uh you can pick it up straight off uh amber Nick's website i hear the $55. screen's really good the screen's oh, 55 dollars. Screen. i'm sorry 55 55 dollars. but wait shut your butthole more. i'm getting this all right go but ahead wait there's more there's 20 dollars shipping so <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, where it's still pretty good. What's what's the, give me the model? Bad. What's the model again? Uh, this is the RG35 double X. And I mean, this screen looks good. It's a good size. It fits well in my hand. I was a little concerned about how the, the buttons on the back would, would, would chonk, but I'm fairly satisfied with them. But I watched some videos where people were like, you know, kind of like, Going, we need to replace the the back buttons because they're kind of flat. And I'm like, I, I kind of like the the chunk of the feel of it. Let me ask uh, you this, because the one of the problems I have with Ambernick is that their ship with software and setup is garbage usually. Yeah, so you definitely gonna for the first thing you're gonna do. This is the same, this is the same for any Ambernick product you get. It always ships. Like Why shit, can't like they figure said. that out over there? <laughs> for real, I don't know. I don't know. But the hardware is exceptional. The hardware is exceptional. It does the things that I wanted to do. It charges by USB-C, has no Bluetooth connectivity, okay? So you got to deal with that. Don't think you'd be using a little third Bluetooth controller, uh, especially to tell you what it does at the top. It's got a, is it the micro? There's the mini. I think it's the mini HDMI to regular HDMI. Out the top, you can plug that into your TV, and then you just use this controller to play it. Or you could plug in a USB-C adapter back here and plug in your... um, Something like your uh, your 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 uh, switch contr- pro controller or something, yeah. and play it like that. Um, but this fit my needs because I'm like, oh, wouldn't it be fun to play some Game Boy type setup, but then be able to capture it? And this is exactly what this does. The MiU Mini does not do that. Same price, maybe just a little bit more. Um, but I'm so far, I'm pretty satisfied with it. I I will probably just do the YouTube video. There's every time one of these comes out. Somebody's got a YouTube video with better OS and step-by-step instructions. Always. And it's usually super easy. Always, yeah. Yeah, you just, you just buy another SX, uh, the uh, micro SD card because it has two SD slots. Um, and you just buy you buy one and you just you freaking format it and you, you go to town and you just you, you enjoy yourself. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited about this little Ambernick uh, 35 double X. Something I can keep by the nightstand because I won't lie. Sometimes trying to play the Steam Deck in bed, yeah. I've almost hit myself in the face a couple <laughs> times. <laughs> <laughs> well, I really like this tiny little form factor. I'm a fan of it. Yeah, I like the tiny form factor. is is small enough. I can you know, just, I can, I just got my hands here, and 
You know, if I start getting tired, I can just kind of like mm, just put it down. Whereas so Steam Deck, sometimes I kind of go. Oh. So the the Amazon version is showing seventy four bucks. The Amber it is. Deck. So that's the trick. So the, the trick is, if you get it on Amazon, you'll probably have Prime free shipping. Whereas if you order it through Amber Nick, you'll be paying the twenty dollars shipping. So you pay the twenty so bucks. What either way, you're the, paying the twenty bucks. It's the same. It's the same price. Okay. It's the same price. Okay. I want, and I just ordered mine from Amazon this time because I wanted to get here in time for this. It usually only takes a couple of days directly from Amber Nick because they got U.S. Uh, warehouses and stuff. Is that the gray, the gray one you got? Mm-hmm. Oh, you tempted. They have bastard. the tra- they had the translucent uh, purple like you would have got on your Game Boy colors, which mm-hmm. was really popular. And then they got the uh, they got a clear one, which looked pretty cool. Mm, but I I I just liked how these look with you know that. Um, was that what, what what color is that red kind of not really is it kind of garnet kind of color yeah. like, you know almost a purplish red with black buttons the black the buttons are very nice um i had seen where some people were saying i think they had concave and convex buttons but all my buttons are con i wish there was an easier way to sync saves across all these devices you know, I well, there uh i didn't i read something about that at one point in time i definitely know you can keep your a lot of these will run. Um, this will use what's what's the newest one everybody's using? The Barrow Bear Temp. What is it called? I don't know. The, Barry. New, the new retro thing that everybody's trying to get me to do. Um, the but the Bear, people will know the the Bear the Bear the Barracuda. Oh, the Barracuda. Yeah, <laughs> we'll that's call the it one. The, it's like barometer, but it's something else. Bear retro. Uh, software somebody in the chat room is definitely gonna get it before i do i'm getting this thing right now because you're an evil friend who gets me to buy things i shouldn't get <laughs> right i, I mean i is, i got all this i got everything i need on my steam deck but i love the idea of especially my gba games having those on the fly yeah, like this it's so good for the gba games it's got a d-pad it, it does play up it, it plays playstation one games very anything in the you know, the 8-bit, 16-bit, and a little bit into the 32-bit. It plays all of those. Is it fantastic. still running it's, in RetroArch, though, and all that, or no? No, it's, this one's running the Garlic OS, uh, and but everybody says to to upgrade to the to the other thing. Like so, I said, I got a video. I'm probably, I'll probably do, uh, maybe I'll do a bonus uh, episode for the patrons and just uh, kind of run down, run it down real quick what I did with it. Because I'm terrible. Kind of I'm terribly tempted here. This looks else. like a, they've learned some lessons about where certain buttons are on the device yeah. they're not so weird about certain Bottos, things botasera that's it botasera i never can say it the that's that new uh i think that's what it is <sighs> ba- batasera linux does it yeah. come with some games i assume it does they always try to oh yeah these they yeah they don't you can't really get one of these uh amber Nick devices without them you know shipping out a, a, a drive with a bunch of yeah. games it's got a 64-bit card in there it's not or 64 gigabyte rather yeah, it does have a 64 gigabyte. It has two uh, ah, slots. Damn you. Okay. This claims, by the it. way, that this will perfectly run PS1 games. I, I, I don't know it why did. I doubt that. Does it? Does it do okay? It did. It did very well. I actually was going to try uh, I, I was going to try Metal, Metal Gear Solid on this thing, but I didn't get a chance to because th- there was some complaints back in the day about uh, that was probably like one of the few complaints that people had about that one, that there was some some jittery in this, but I don't know. Um, but I played a lot of other games and it. They played great for the last week and a half. I've been like, I don't want to spend 70 bucks on the new Zelda game. 
you bump that. What do I look like? I made out of money. Yeah, but then over here I'm like, but I will spend seventy four ninety nine on an Amber. Well, it seems device. almost like vaporware when you talk about. It. I mean, so much good experiences with the Zelda, but when you get through, you're kind of through. Where this, you can leave it on your, you know, on your side table, and you can just you can stick it in your pocket, and you can just play it. Like I said, I I love my Steam Deck. Would not give it up, but. Man, this thing is just so small, easy, right there. Pick it up right into Retro Land. I think I'm gonna get it. You got some Dino Crisis Tarzan. Totally That's how it. I did it. I was like, uh, I went on, I went on Amazon, and I was like, this was yesterday, and I, I was just looking at it. I was like, I want, I want to get one of those Miu Minis, and I was just doing some research, and all of a sudden, I was like. It could be here tomorrow. Shit. <laughs> I know that's the other thing, right? <laughs> it's those conveniences of like, yeah, and this it'll be yeah. in your mailbox tomorrow. But wait, there's more. It comes with a screen protector in this nice little case, and that's how they ship mine. It was in the case and everything. I didn't have to take it out of a box or nothing. It was just wrapped up nicely in this case, and I just unzipped it and and took it with me. It was the quickest, fastest thing I've ever done. I think I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Here goes. Add the card. You're doing it. What I'm you not, what you getting? Which I'm one not, you getting? The purple one? I'm getting the no. I don't want no purple. I want that. Uh, you got the gray, right? It's just gray. Yeah, I got the gray. The gray. I like is the, way the gray. Go, yes. That's what I want. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna hit yeah. no extra protection. Don't need that BS. Don't need that crap. Okay, it's adding to this. Add proceed to checkout. It's happening. No one's happening. someone try to stop me. I'm about to click help, it. Help, help. I'm proceeding. I'm proceeding. I'm choosing payment method. Let's see. I got probably some uh, credit on something. Uh, oh yeah. Nope, not there. Okay, that one has nothing. That's $0. All right, I'll just use my PayPal card uh, thing. It's so light. Okay. Oh, it needs my reference number. No, it does not. Okay, so we're good there. Business debt. Okay, use this. I can't believe I'm doing this. Okay, there it is. Overnight, 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. I'll have it by. I'll have it before 11 a.m. latest tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my show up really quick. Like I said, so this is the other part of uh, playing retro and being a retro enthusiast. Sometimes... You just got to have it right now. All right, I'm doing it. It's just that we're 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 right now we're dealing with the addiction of playing retro. You bastard! I did it. It's on its way. You're gonna I did help. The same thing. No, I know, but you're gonna. I may poke right. you for in case I run into any issues because I have a oh, notoriously crappy attention span, and when I try to watch one yeah. of these videos, they're like. Today, I'm going to show you how we mm. here in Russia take a video game and make it hacky and do the shit. And I always get lost. This guy had, this guy had great uh, English. Uh, he was, I guess he was American. And uh, it took him 15 minutes. He didn't mess around in this video. He just said, take this, take this. The link's in the, in the, in the description. Do this. He was one of those guys, like, you know, at the top of it, they go, well, let's get right into it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have starts uh, selling my body for video yeah, game stuff. Pretty much. That's how it's going to go. You don't, you, don't already, you don't already do that? How do you? <laughs> Just need more patrons, man. We get more of those. I'm good. Right. Um, all right. Well, there's that. Uh, let's move on, shall we? To uh, And thanks for making me buy a thing. I really appreciate it. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm actually excited. If you're, in the, if you're in the chat, let us know if you bought one too. Yeah, so I like the idea of the little thing. Looks like the battery's also replaceable in case you have any trouble with that. So that's I, cool. I, yeah, and it's it's uh is everything's really easy to open up. Uh, I saw them break one down. There's actually even a, a a tape mod if you don't like how the D-pad functions. Yeah, they function fine for me. There's like a, a you can pop it open. It's got like six screws in the back. You can put some black electrical tape in on a in a couple of uh, strategic places and is supposed to make it even more responsive. Did I see uh, there's I a mini, a mini HDMI port on there? Or no? It is. It's a mini HDMI at the top. 
That's pretty um, great because then you can and plug then it this goes into the HDMI. Yeah. Yep. So you could have multiplayer stuff going on with other controllers. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No Bluetooth though, right? It's got to be no Bluetooth. And I was kind of first like, what? No Bluetooth. And I was like, you know, it's fine because it just eat my battery up anyway. That's true. That's what Bluetooth. Yeah. And at. So, but no Bluetooth headphones, so you got to wire up. Um, but the sound right. one is pretty good. The speaker. It's not bad, eh? Just the built-in speaker is pretty good. The wide, the widescreen Nick is pretty good too. It has great sound. Yeah, so. it's pretty good. And their yeah. screens are real nice. So, yeah, I'm not worried about that. All right, well, it's coming. I'll report on it next week. Brian, of course, help, have help. a little longer. Help, help! It's happening. Uh, it's time for us to do our main topic. Shall we play a game? We sure shall. Let's talk about some of this. Oh, what? Oh, you got the sound. I lo- I love hate the sound. I love the sound. It is so uh, to me such a such a unique thing uh, in yeah. the in the world of games. Uh, we're going to talk about the series of techno thriller stealth games created by Hideo Kojima. These were developed and published originally by Konami. Well, still are. They all it's all Konami. Yeah. Um, the first game, just called simply Metal Gear, was released in 1987 for the MSX home computer system. We will talk about that a little more because there's stuff to say. Yeah. And you take the control of special forces operative, usually Solid Snake or Big Boss. Sometimes it's other snakes later on. Those are the mm-hmm. more modern. Got ones, some but, liquid snake. Yeah. I, don't, I don't remember any gaseous snake though. Nope, no gas snake. No. Um, mm-hmm. As far as I know, the, mm-hmm. the latest game was uh, what was the uh, what was he called? They're clones, basically. Oh yeah. Um, uh, we, we're we're doing this on the day that uh, Sony did their uh, PlayStation showcase thing. Yeah. Uh, and there, there's an announcement of a uh, a remake and some releases of the classic stuff. Uh, this autumn yeah remake so. remake of uh complete remake of uh, uh three which was snake eater mm-hmm. uh, yeah. they're calling it delta but mm-hmm. it, it uses the triangle sort of delta symbol so yeah. we we're assuming it's delta they didn't really say yeah um, we only got we only got pre-rendered footage uh, hideo kojima classic move oh i thought that stuff was in game the stuff i wrote uh, at screen. the very top of the the the, the thing it said it said it was um pre-render footage oh i didn't know that okay well that yeah. bumps me out a little i don't think they need yeah. to do it. maybe they're not very far along in it but yeah. Yeah, uh, a proper mean. remake of that game would be great i never did get to play three in the ps2 days so i'm 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 into this i want to play mm-hmm. it uh but anyway uh so we thought hey we knew this was coming this announcement possibly mm-hmm. we could have been disappointed but we thought this would be fun to talk about so i'm going to play some audio from the ogmg the original metal gear and this is this the MSX or the NES? This is the NES version, although um, it's entirely possible. The video I looked for both, they kind of looked identical. So I realize yeah. there's differences, but right. uh, this looked a lot like that. Pre- prepare yourselves, dear listener, because uh, all of us grew up on in America, grew up on the NES version. Yeah. And I'm here to tell you, I played the MSX2 version, uh, which was released. It was, it was kind of spread in, in Europe and really spread wide in Japan. It's red white, um, but yeah, this looks like the NES version you're, you were just pulling up. Yeah, this is, I think, NES for sure. Um, but here it is. Let's play some sound. Uh, very intense stuff going on here. Oh, there's that telltale ring sound, kind of like this one. Yeah, that's the more modern one. Time um, to get on the uh, get on the radio. Yeah, talk to talk to somebody. Talk to the colonel. Over. Get some shit. Don't go. And you know what I realized? I never even thought about this till now. I know I'm. I guarantee I'm late to the game on this. But I played a lot of Metal Gear in my time, 
And it only right. just occurred to me that that colonel guy you're always talking to, it's basically right. the Rambo colonel. It's the same idea. Yeah, 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 that's the whole idea. I mean, all these games were inspired. Snake is named after Snake Plissken. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, the, the cover art for this game uh, is is Kyle Reese. Uh, H- uh, Hideo. I, I say Hideo. I know some people say... Uh, Hideo. Is Hideo is what I, I, I was Hideo or uh, <laughs> yeah, something like that. I, I always just say Kojima. <laughs> Because I usually get that one right. Kojima. That's how you say uh, Kojima. That's right. I have located binoculars, says this video. So this video is like, you'll look at this, and if you've never played the old classic stuff, you're like, really? This is what Metal Gear started as? Oh, my gosh. But yeah. it's, uh, you know, humble roots. Uh, some of the stealth stuff is there. And at the time, that was like new. You yeah. Know? Stealth concepts in 8-bit games, kind of unusual. Mm-hmm. And uh, we weren't really doing the uh, the immersion of the stealthing game at this point. Mm-hmm. And Kojima, uh, who joined uh, Konami not too long before all this hit, this is eighty seven. This eighty seven would have been the MSX two. We didn't get it until eighty eight on the NES, and that was a port that had nothing to do uh, with with Kojima other than uh, they they basically made the game over. But in his opinion, very poorly, yeah. he did not like it. But if you've never seen there. an MSX or an MSX2, I'm putting it up now for yeah. the chat to see. This was a computer console. Think of like Atari yeah. 800 or think, you know, uh, I don't know, Commodore or whatever. It and was an attempt at standardization. This is stuff I learned this past week. It was an attempt at standardization with with Microsoft to uh, allow, uh, you know, third parties like Sony to, to have a computer that they could sell in a market Yep, and it had a keyboard built into it. It had a cartridge slot up in the upper corner. This was a thing for a while. I kind of missed these Mm -hmm. days. I think this was cool as hell. That's a good look. And that Panasonic got on screen. Look, what does it say? Goonies? That is a good looking. uh, Yeah, they look good, right? They actually look good. good Sony made of model. Uh, There Mm -hmm. was a bunch of. That was the whole idea. That, like you said, it was like PCs. They were trying to say Mm -hmm. everybody can make an MSX. Popular uh, in device. Japan uh, had a little foothold in Europe, not nearly as much as as other computers at the time, like Commodore. You know, th- those kind of companies were were killing it here in the U.S. and, and in Europe. But um, yeah, yeah, it's a uh, pretty out. pretty amazing. Now, the original story is not a ton to it. Mm-mm. It's mostly just infiltrate a thing, get a thing, get the f out of the thing, and it's not like all the, all the weird stuff we think of as Kojima's take on Solid Snake's weird personality or the strange world is sort of like mix of real, uh, you know, modern warfare uh, espionage, whatever, mm-hmm. and then combine that with just some strange ass freaking anime weirdo flying, you know, giant flaming. Uh, whales in 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 the sky and junk like that. That was that was all going <laughs> to come later way on. later. That's later yeah. on. I learned so so. I watched a great documentary. I don't know if you got a chance to look at it or not, but um, there was a great documentary on YouTube that covers the Metal Gear uh, whole the whole thing. Um, and I just watched up till uh, up to solids, yeah, to the PS One solid because that's where we decide we're going to cut this off at. Yeah, and I learned just crazy amount of information from that. And then I also watched a, uh, did you know gaming this just specifically on Kojima and man, he is a tortured soul, uh, grew up, uh, with his, with his family. They would have uh, movie nights and they would just stay up and watch movies and he wasn't allowed to go to bed until the movie was complete. And they were always having discussions about movies. Uh, and then his father passed away uh, when he was 13. Jeez. And, uh, and and so he's always had this loneliness in him 
and he uses all of this like his escapism and it is just so typical mm-hmm. art maker and uh man souls. he dives so deep he dives you ought to see every time he does a game if you've ever got a chance to look at all the documentation that he does all the all the prelim stuff he does he's crazy mm-hmm. i love it yep. in a good way though crazy yeah. in a good crazy way. in a good way yeah that's yeah. important um, here's how the story goes in the first game. There's just a taste of it. Near the end of the 20th century, the West discovers that a weapon of mass destruction is being constructed outside of outer heaven or inside Ooh. outer heaven, a fortified state founded by a legendary mercenary 200 kilometers north of Galsberg, South Africa. No, not Galsberg. Not Galsberg. The Gaul. Special Forces Unit Foxhound sends top agent Gray Fox to infiltrate the fortress, assess the situation, and neutralize the uh, the threat. They lose contact with Gray Fox a few days later, with his last transmission being Metal Gear, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Metal uh, Gear, by yeah. the way, if you played the NES version, you may be a little confused exactly what is Metal Gear in the first one. I never made it to the end of the NES version. But I did find out once I played some of the great uh, MSX2 stuff and I watched some end scenes. Spoiler, here it comes. Metal Gear is, uh, you know, it's, it's a mech. It's a big with, mech. Uh, yeah. nu- it's, it's nuclear capabilities. But if you played the one on the NES, you just went up against a supercomputer. Wow. It wasn't because they didn't have the resources for it. There was a Konami team that was tasked with making uh, making a port of this game. And they did as good as they could, and it was hugely popular in in the West. We 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 loved this game, um, but it was a it was pale in comparison to the depth of what uh, Kojima was doing on the MSX two. Yeah, so. and he was not happy about this, by the way. He was not. He no. he bought it years later in a from a bargain bin, a la Brian, like how I do, and went, "This is crap." Yeah. And and uh, you know, it's like I I hate it. I hate all of it. I hate it. You know what else um, I like? Some of the English localization on the version of the NES yeah. is awesome. Check out this grammar. Quote, oh, contact yes. missing our gray fox, unquote. Or, <laughs> uh-oh, the truck have started to move. <laughs> or, I feel asleep. Right. It, so Metal Gear is all about stealth. It's a stealth game first and foremost. Uh, he got inspiration from uh, The Great Escape and other movies such as that where uh, you know you basically start out with nothing except for a pack of cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it allows you an opportunity to, to really get immersed into the, into the world of Metal Gear. And they managed to do that in the NES version as well. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I, this is classic legend and I did not play nearly enough of this in the day. And man, I, I played the crap out of it uh, on my emulation this you know week. I, you know what so I can't good. figure out is how Kojima is almost 60 and he looks 12. He really does. He he's, he's eternally young. Um, and you may have played this, uh, if you got the, there's a, there's a couple of collections along the way they released, uh, these games, um, uh, those on the MSX two, they released this one and this in the second one. Uh, so you could have played it since then. Yeah. Look at him. Yeah. Is that, is that a recent picture? That's a recent photo. Lord. That's last year. That's just the there's last no way. game awards thing. It's He's just, a vampire. It's disgusting. Telling you. Yeah, no, I don't get it. How is he 60 count count Kojima is more like it. Good Lord, man. Um, <laughs> Anyway, one's all right. There's a Game Boy game, right? We're not going to really yeah, talk about it. There's also a, a Game Boy game later, not canon, made for kids. Right, right, right. A lot of people really like that one. They like they, they think yeah. they think that's a really good game. It is. It's, it it still uses some of the same ideas, and it's still it actually has to revisit back to this this first one. Um, you're kind of back in in uh, was Outer Heaven, Outer Heaven, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and and you're back there again, but this time the game mechanics are a little bit different. There's still a lot of stealth and stuff. There's not as much uh, murder and mayhem. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it it is it's interesting. Uh, it was certainly a challenge because th- they made this after they made, which we're going to talk about very shortly, uh, Solid Snake for the PS1. So they went to 3D World, and then they got uh, had success there, and they wanted. Uh, uh, Konami wanted them to go back and do uh, a, a Game Boy Color version, so they did. So they got yep. to do some 2D sprites again. Yep, which is pretty fun. Yep. And they used yeah. what's cool is they they used the communication looking stuff from uh, the PS1 game. Yes, and the, and the character yes. design, even these even these uh, this pixelated version of Snake here, it's very much like the the modern take. Yeah, it, yeah. There's there's a definite uh, there's a definite cutoff period, like the first two that were released, including the NES games. Um, they had one style and then he had an artist, uh, Kojima had an artist, uh, kind of define the style going forward with uh, solid snake, including this, uh, game boy. Was it his, one, so. his own personal, like artist, somebody who walked around with him all the time. He, that, that I was, I, I didn't, apparently didn't paste it in here. I thought I pasted it in our show notes, but the, the artist had recently started working there uh, when they started on the PS One, and he wanted a uh, he wanted a, co- a coherent look. Kojima's Kojima is all about creating a world that you can live in and be fully immersed, and he does yep. it from from the ground up. He does it from the gameplay to the you know the voice acting, the sounds, the visuals. He wants to make a movie. And uh, he and tell a story, and he does a fantastic job at it. Yeah, uh, he's in legend for a reason. He's yeah, a big deal. He's a legend for a reason, absolutely. Here is uh, what things sounded like when two rolled around. <laughs> All right, so as you can hear, we got uh, another stellar soundtrack. Actually, this has a lot more music than the first game did. Yeah, yeah. First game was like kind of devoid of it. Which yeah, I thought was a little, a little bit strange, quiet but in comparison, uh, it's an improvement overall. Especially the uh, I'm looking at again at the NES version here. It's a better version. It's a better game than that first game on that. Oh, are you playing console. the? Are you playing? Okay, so there's Metal Gear. Uh, there's Metal Gear Two, Solid Snake, for the MSX Two, and then there's Snake's Revenge, which is supposed to is. Is not the same game, but they're both sequels to the first, right? On which is weird, platforms. right? Like, yeah, Metal Gear Two, whoops, Gear Two on the MSX Two, right? <laughs> which already makes it kind of weird. Uh, <laughs> but it, it. Uh, let's see if I can find that video. Uh, so the story goes like the story goes like this: uh, Metal Gear on the NES actually did well enough in the West that they commissioned a sequel. And they didn't tell Kojima. Yeah. Uh, and so the team that worked on uh, the original worked on this. And now you're looking at, I believe you're looking yeah, at this some is the, the MSX2 MSX, version. Yeah, that's yeah. the MSX2 version. Yeah. Really totally different games. This one's not, the one that's on the NES is not considered canon. Once Kojima got back in, he's like, nope, burn it. Yeah, burn it to the ground. He was not <laughs> into it. it. to the ground. I, guess, I mean, I guess the hardware just never lived up to whatever standard he had. You know, right, right, and and you know, he just didn't care for. But they, you know, they they did as good as they could. That it's we kind of talked about this on Twisted Metal. It's like you got to get a different development team, kind of working on the same ideas and you know some of the same game mechanics, and you know they have a different game engine and they have different uh, you know 
hurdles they have to overcome. Right. And, you know, they made it they made a good stealthy game as best they could for the NES. Yeah. It was based off their first version. Yeah, it's yeah. not bad. I think he's probably just too close to the project to feel good about it, you know. Yeah. Like he was never going to be stoked. <laughs> he's never he was never. He is he is an absolute and he's he's admitted this many times. I mean, he may not use these words, but he's been admitted in many interviews he's kind of a control freak and he's kind of hard to work with. Yeah. Uh, but so so are a lot of really uh dedicated mm-hmm. artists, you know. They 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 ha- he has he has a really strong vision. Um and so you just kind of have to bend to his will. Now, let's hear. Let me see if I can find this. Where is it? I have this somewhere. Uh, hold on. Is this it? Nope. <laughs> I was going to play some uh, some dark music, and I can't find it. So I won't. Uh, here's what I would do, though. Because I, I wanted to give you this, this another story for two. So here's two right. and its story. By 1999, the Cold War had thawed. And it oh. seemed nuclear proliferation would soon be a thing of the past. Despite this, all was not well in the world. A Did he series, see Superman 3? It's what it sounds like, right? <laughs> a series of shocks to the oil uh, market spurred the development of new high-tech energy sources, including fusion power. However, most vehicles still relied on oil. That's a shame. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, including so Metal Gear. Metal Gear. Yes, a, a a vehicle that delivers a nuclear payload, right? Yep. We got we got espionage. We got, you know, we got all kinds of great things in this story. Yep. He, he just pulls from so many great movies. And uh yeah, in some, I, still, some cases it's so weird, like such a weird yeah. take on certain things. But I'm a hundred percent here for it. It's one of my favorite things yeah. about his games is how he really gives you he, the one of the things that I discovered, even in these early, early games, you could still feel it. The immersion that is um, ownership of levels. Yep. And I, I'll try to explain this if I can. So um, when you're playing this, when you're playing a, just a run and gun, like commando was kind of like commando, a lot yeah, of these, a good one. Yeah. A lot of these games were, were kind of like going, Oh, we want to make a commando and Hideo is like, okay, well I'll, I'll make one, but, the, you know, we don't have the resources for that. So we're going to go uh, with story and we're going to go stealth. And one of the things that happens there just organically is you become invested in uh, the maps. So you do a lot of backtracking in both of these games, kind of like Metroid inspired. Um, and so instead of just rushing through an area and not really having any love for the area, you end up like real war. You push forward. Uh, you have to fall back sometimes and then you push forward again and you take ownership of, you know, all the ground that you, you cover and you kind of become, uh, you know, you kind of become immersed into it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. this is something that has happened. I don't know if he just, if he knew that or if it was just something that was a product. Well, he, of it. maybe a combo could be both. Right. Sure. Why could not? Be both. Why not both? Wait, are you gaming? On a Chromebook? Yep. It's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah. I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine. A new kind of Chromebook. Now, most of us didn't get to experience Kojima's vision 
until this mm-hmm. happened. The nuclear weapons disposal facility on Shadow Moses Island in Alaska's Fox Archipelago was attacked and captured by next generation special forces being led by members of Foxhound. They're demanding that the government turn over the remains of Big Boss, and they say that if their demands are not met within 24 hours, they'll launch a nuclear weapon. Yeah, it's uh, a bump up. (laughs) A little little bit. Uh I mean, we're going from 1990, then we're going eight years later, uh, both in story time, I think, as well as as real time. We're on our PlayStation. We're in 3D. This is where, uh, where Kojima falls in love with the console uh that he will you know make his make his name the yeah he absolutely will playstation will be his home for a bit and it's uh a chance for him to be really cinematic with his games this yeah, is where the finally. weird starry shit uh, starry story shit starts uh yeah. it's where this idiot i'm looking at right now is revolver ocelot one of my favorite characters of all video game time so many great guy. bad characters in this game they're amazing just nailed it yeah he never got old for me i love revolver right. we used to call him six shooter yozamite because we couldn't remember i remember name. that yeah i remember you used to, used to yeah you said for he's just so fantastic they're yep. all over the top and yep. it just it just drives you yeah it's like oh my god i can't believe i'm dealing with this and i uh, still say of all the games that ever came out for this console i still think this is the most impressive looking game to this day uh, it really from, is. from the era because it's just so I don't even know what the word is. It's polished as hell. Yeah. Um, this the cutscenes. All you know. I look at them now; they're pretty ugly. But the cutscenes for the time, nobody was doing right. anything like this. It was just no. unbelievably cool. And um, yeah, I, I, I love I love that. I even love when you get on the transceiver and you're talking back and forth. I mean, if you actually just are in the transceiver screen, it's got a name other than that too. But I, I'm just calling back because you had to go to the. When you had to go to the menu system, you had yeah. to go to the transceiver right. or a transmitter. Uh, anyway, when you go to those scenes and they're just, you know, some uh, some talking heads and some text and stuff, you, I would be hard pressed to tell you this was a PlayStation game because yeah. the way the way it looks, it looks so freaking good. Now, of course, great. when you get into this the overhead, uh, sometimes three quarter view. Uh, you know, then it, it gets a little bit different. And it this gets game a little is so muddy, good about- but still look at like even then though, like this is yeah. a lot of stuff going on for a for a jittery old PlayStation wobbly polygon machine, you know? I mean, and we're just we're we're just now starting to really start thinking about cameras and Kojima's like five steps ahead. He's yeah. like uh he's like, you know, they kind of wanted you know, some of these games were like going first person shooter, and he's like, No, no, I still want the 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 top down sneaking thing and it, i just don't feel like i had the same effect but he did set, go okay well if you walk up against a wall you'll you'll back up and the camera will change yeah. and there's certain times when you're looking first person um and it's just this nice mix of of different camera angles it's always exciting you always feel on edge they're gonna hear that noise any second now yep and uh, you've been found out that the bad guys become actually smart in the first two the first game that I don't even think on the NES version you couldn't even uh, you wouldn't even get a, a global uh, uh, alert. You would just get like a local alert, so you could like run from to a different screen, right? And everybody stopped chasing you. Yeah, MSX, I think you would they would follow you with a global alert if you if you did enough stuff. But here, you got you got these cones of sight that you can see where, with the enemy. You can see where they can see, kind of, and you're like you can be more methodical about it. 
That guy just bounced around. Yeah, he looked, he's, he's, he's scared. He's supposed to be scared, so it's supposed to be yeah. shaking, but it's just really hard but to watch. But you can't, but that was the thing. With the way the jitter works in the PlayStation, you can't You can't have a trimmer. No. <laughs> because no, because you're trimmer. already, everything's got a trimmer in that, in that machine. Yeah. When you when you go to tremor level, it goes into quake level. It looks like he's going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's real weird. But it but it's uh, it's still to this day one of the most cinematic games I ever played, and yeah. it was weird though too because all these dumb names of things. Like think how dumb these names are: Solid Snake, freaking Big Boss. That's so dumb. Yes, Big Boss. Oh, they go and they want Big Boss's body back. Why? Yeah. What, are you gonna, what are you gonna do with it? Yeah, what are you gonna do with Big Boss's body? Anyway, Revolver yeah. Ocelot. Oh, I wonder if he Revolver has a Ocelot. gun he shoots a lot. Like, yeah, I wonder. And, gee, but gee. I, but I, I don't never, want it any other way. I want all that cheese and more. Right. In a game like this, right? Did you did you ever play? Uh, did you ever do the PC version? I never got to play the PC version. I only had the PlayStation One. Of this, I did no, I did it. play the PS2 remastery yeah, version. God, there's. I was I was trying to. I was trying to track down all the different versions of this game and yeah. how they've re-released it. And oh my God, trying to play it is just just getting into the Metal Gear s- series if you've never played it before is one of those games and series where you go, should I pre- play this chronologically? And you go, oh my God, I don't know. Yeah, let me think about that for a minute. Or yeah. should you play it? You know how it was released, right? Um, and there's just so many remakes. And some of the stuff is like reuses the same story. So you may be getting the same story and have a different name. It doesn't even say like, this is a remake. Right. So it, it gets real confusing, but I got some links to help out with that. Actually, I'll, I'll share this. So later. right now I'm showing the PS2 version of Metal Gear Solid one. And it was a big visual up- upgrade for yeah. sure. Yeah. It almost felt like he was like, yeah, now I finally have hardware I want to dev for. Like, yeah. This is what I, this is what I envisioned. And it would kind of be the style of the series from then forward. Like, you know, yeah. They, uh, Once we got to this point, was is pretty well established, and this is kind of why we talk about retro gaming versus modern gaming. This is kind of peeking into modern gaming. Yeah, here this, this is point. just low, lower tech, but still modern yeah. sensibilities and stuff. Um, I would still, if you can, if you're going to play a version and you're not that worried about you know playing the original, I think the PS2 version of the game is extremely good. It's a very yeah. good game. I like I like the two disc pack that comes with the uh, with the the VR expansion intruder whatever thing that is with yep. all the different the VR stuff mm-hmm. that that's I've been trying to pick up. I I used to have a copy of that. The prices have gotten outrageous because of the announcement. Um, you can pick up, it's a two disc set and it has, uh, the, the, it, it has, uh, it has that in the VR stuff right. and, uh, it is around a hundred dollars right now. Jeez Louise. When the, when the pandemic for it, it typically floats around 30, 20, $30. But then during when the pandemic first started, it cranked up to about a hundred and then it dropped back down. And then recently with the new announcements and stuff, it's kind of been creeping back up again. So, yeah. I guess I'll have to wait for another cycle, but the PC version I was going to talk about because, yeah. uh, I never played, I never made it to psycho mantis. Um, <laughs> that name. And so yeah, dumb. that one, that one hits a little bit different on the PC version from what I understand, because on the PlayStation version, the more part of that immersion, mm-hmm. uh, psycho mantis checks in on your, uh, your memory saves. Oh, yeah, so really? she gets to look at your memory saves. I don't know exactly what happens there, but I find that kind of creepy that you're playing a game, and this game, this series does like to break that fourth wall. 
And that's one of the times they really broke it hard. It's like, what do you mean? Wait a minute. What do you mean you're going to look at my freaking memory card? Well, you don't know what's on there. You don't need to look at my memory card. Don't worry about what's on my memory card. You know what? I just realized, was she a lady? I always thought it was a dude. Psychomantis. <laughs> you're forgiven because uh, it was PS1 era graphics and you were pumping that thing out probably on your your nice big uh, 19-inch CRTV. Yeah. Uh, so you're you're forgiven. <laughs> And she's well, she's got a lot matters. of she's got a lot of stuff on, so it, it's fine. It doesn't matter at all. She can be whoever she right. wants. It's just weird, right? Um, real quick, some chronology of this of the stories. I didn't realize this. There's Is some, it male or I don't know. I don't I don't know whether it's the 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 gender of maybe it's not a gender character. at all. It could be psychomantis right. is just whatever psychomantis is. Yes, it's a mantis. Yeah, Wait, we don't can understand. you gender a mantis? I don't even know. Can you even do that? Well, I, don't I don't know. Think so. Uh, here's your fictional chronology of Metal <laughs> Gear 1964 Snake Eater. Okay. These aren't when the games came out, obviously. These are when they're set. So Snake right. Eater, aka three, was in nineteen sixty-four. Nineteen seventy was Portable Ops. That was a PSP ah, game. Ah, yes. Good game. Uh nineteen seventy-four, Peace Walker, nineteen seventy-five, Ground Zeros. Stupidest mm-hmm. name. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's not it looks like a it looks like a typo. It's a dumb name. Right. I hate it. Uh Metal Gear from nineteen ninety-five. Ninety-nine was Solid Snake. 2005 was Metal Gear Solid and the Twin Snakes. Uh, 2007 uh, through 09 was Sons of Liberty. Right. Uh, 2014, Guns of the Patriots. And 2018, Rise, Revengeance. Or Rising, uh, Metal Gear Rising, which was Revengeance, which is that weird side shooter, or the side off, or side spinoff Raiden thing where he just chops people up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a cool game, by the way. If you had to guess, when uh, Hideo was kind of thinking... What does Snake, not Pliskin, look like? <laughs> right. He had two. He had two uh, models in mind uh, at the time. Yeah. Uh, both. Well, one's an action star. One's more of a classical actor. Um, do you have an idea of what what blendings he went with? No. When just when describing okay, what he me, wanted. Let me guess. Um, uh, Snake Pliskin. Right, that's that's kind of like the the story, right? That's right. that's kind of where he okay, went. Okay, I'll give you. Wise, yeah. Okay, let's let's change that. I'm going to say, because uh, 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 of the bandana, it reminds me of Stallone and Rambo. So Rambo, right, right. I would I would agree with that, but he actually wanted a young Christopher Walken. <laughs> what? I know that's why I said what. What the frick? What Are you, you serious? About? Is that serious? Yeah, that's and real. he wanted uh, John Claude Van Damme. Uh, to be the body because he wanted somebody that wasn't going to be overly large. He wanted somebody who could sneak. So you got to be able to sneak really well, right? Yeah. And so that that was the. I don't think I want to see the young Christopher Walken's hit on a Van Damme body, but whatever. You know, this he has a vision. That's just funny. I mean, Van Damme, I can see it. Everybody was trying to make movies or games that were Van Damme was kind of a guy in it. Like, what is Johnny Cage? He's Van Damme. Yeah, he's absolutely uh, Van Damme. And if you want to, if if you if you play Metal Gear solid two yeah. on the MSX two, you understand it has to be uh Van Dam when he, tr- when he, cr- when he goes prone and he crawls under like steps and stuff. It's just, it's just hilarious. I so, love how he crawls. It's, it makes me laugh. Every I'm time. showing this to the chat right now. And I put it in our discord, the skinny, skinny, low poly thing. Right. I'm trying to imagine. <laughs> he doesn't even have feet. I don't know what's going on there. Right. I, well, that's what he requested. I don't think that's what he got, mm, but okay. I'm, you know, this is a good he, one. He this like, PS2 image where he's making a face is great. <laughs> Look at him. He's so freaked out. 
Now, by the time we get to the PS2 version, uh, actor uh, David Hater, I think that's how you say his name, a voice actor, Canadian uh, American actor, um, he started influencing greatly the attitude, the mood, um, in, in the character itself. So you, you can't not give him. No, he's Solid Snake for me. He's my guy. Right. Um, yeah. When they got uh, Kiefer Sutherland to do it in five, I was annoyed. Yeah. Just annoyed. Yeah, me. I was. I was a little bit. Well, I. I, I don't know. It's a different guy. Like See, the way you describe it away is you yeah. say, well, it's a different era and it's a different snake. It's not, you know, this isn't Solid Snake. This isn't Big Boss. This isn't any of those guys. It's right. a whole other dude. So maybe his voice is a little bit different. But my biggest problem was if you're going to hire him, have him actually say some shit because that game had hardly any dialogue whenever he talked. Yeah. He, he yeah. just did a lot of grunting. It's like, we got to get those guys. It, was, it wasn't much. Maybe he's too expensive to have no. him say too many things. I don't know. Yeah, no, right. I'm I'm getting paid by the word. Yeah, he's in all kinds of <laughs> other stuff though. He's in uh, tons of video games. Animation. Oh yeah, he's 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 the, the second most interviews I saw. Of course, all the uh, Kojima stuff was interviews that were in Japanese and subtitles. So that was interesting. Um, but all, David Hayter's got tons of interviews uh, about his role is solid snake. Yep. Um, so yeah, I hope they got him back Let's for this listen. remake of snake eater. That would be good. I do too. I think they will because he is, he has done some things in the past. Like he, he would do things to kind of make it happen. It's yep. like, even if it, even if it wasn't practical, do you know that Konami sometimes, uh, hated Kojima? True story. I doesn't No, I already, I not only did I know that, but that eventually led to the total burnout during fives production and he got the F out yeah. of there. He's done. Yeah. No he was, he was like, he was like restricted from seeing his team. He was restricted from, uh, you know, awards ceremonies and all kinds of stuff. It's an amazing story. And we'll, when we eventually start doing play retro, the, uh, game creators episodes, He'll definitely have to be in it, but he's going to be a huge episode. He's he's just so storied. He's got such a deep story to tell. Yeah, everything about him is interesting yeah. to me. And maybe a little annoying sometimes, but still interesting. <laughs> uh, other things to mention, Snake's Revenge, uh, which you mentioned it. It's basically yeah. the original, you know, I, the MSX2 version of 2. It was, their, it was their take on that, but it's not the same game. Yeah, it's not the same game. No. It's, it's a sequel to the first NES game and has almost nothing to do with the true sequel, which is Metal Gear Solid, uh, or sorry, Metal Gear, um, Solid Snake. Yeah. Which is the way, but basically, uh, if you, if you liked Metal Gear Solid, it is pretty much just a retelling of Metal Gear Two Solid Snake, because we had never seen that in the U S right. and Metal Gear Solid was mostly made for, you know, marketing, to, to the U.S. market, it was so. kind of his way of getting a redo or a reshot. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it was. I like the fact that he made Metal Gear Two Solid Snake. This is one of the stories we we got to hear uh, on the documentary. Yeah, um, he had worked with, I believe, a programmer um, on the first Metal Gear for the MSX Two, and that programmer happened to also be doing some work on uh, the internal team that was doing uh, Konami's Snake's Revenge for the NES. And he just happened to run run into to Hideo on the uh, on the train mm. and clued him in on what was going on. And when he found out, he made a big push. He's like, "Wait, they're they're doing Metal Gear without me!" And so he made this big push to uh, make one a sequel for MSX too. So yeah, that that kind that of he prompted him. He's like, he was kind of like, "I'm I'm done with that Metal Gear crap. I'm putting all that behind me." And then yeah. Smiles is doing something. He's like, "Wait, wait, wait." Yep. 
When and also, by the way, back in the PS1 era, they did these commercials for Ford. Listen to this. I'm going to play this again just to freak you <laughs> out. Colonel, long time no see. Snake, today's briefing is of the utmost importance. What is it, Colonel? I'll be telling you all about the Ford Focus SE. And he goes all in on explaining what, what the Ford Focus SE is and why it's why important. Why the Ford Focus out of all the Ford I vehicles? Don't <laughs> I don't know. It was a weird. It's so weird. The least military uh, vehicle I can think of. Yeah, it has no connection to any of the game themes for sure. Yeah, it was just a Kojima weird really deal. Deep, yeah. he, he probably hated that crap because I mean he took all this stuff very serious yeah i mean he would take his teams and you know go mess around with military equipment you know and you know and just get hands on they would you know role play doing stuff he he mapped out a lot of these uh, uh the screens and stuff using legos i mean he just he immersed himself into it so that he could make an immersive game for the players and he took this stuff serious and so think that they somebody in marketing thought this was a good idea i'm sure it just I'm sure he was furious. Uh, Konami's just the, always been the wrong match for him. I think um, they're just weird, right? The way they do it's, stuff. It's funny, yeah, because they. they but I, I thought the same thing too. We, we'll have to do a uh, Konami episode too, because Konami at the time um, was the only company uh, in the game industry really that was doing stuff that was on the stock market, Japanese right. stock market, right. and so it had a little higher cachet. Yeah. Than uh, than other places that you'd work at, and, and uh, Kojima came from a, a wealthier family, and had uh, you know social expectations uh, that you know somebody you know some free spirit might not have, and he was a free spirit, but was kind of stuck in that in that world. Right. And uh, so the Konami really needed to kind of like rein him in. Maybe he would have been worse if we had had some kind of somebody to butt up against maybe i don't know sometimes yeah, then that in works. later years they're like we're gonna do pachinko all day and forget about our video game ips <laughs> you know and then the konami's the- always <laughs> have been they they've done some good things also a really interesting side story here as well was i was i was like wait i thought the i thought metal gear was konami and i was i saw like ultra come up on the thing i was like did they who was ultra did they publish it or something but you know it goes back to that whole thing of uh, Nintendo restricting uh, restricting uh, number of license games or number of games that would allow a publisher to publish, right. and so Konami started a second company, a fake that, company called that, Ultra. That, that Nintendo move is so dirty, pool. It I you know the more I research it and the less I look at Nintendo as a uh, you know just some kind of gatekeeper or something. Let's let's look at that and go. What were the financial reasons? Yeah. They were trying. They really were trying to keep uh, what happened to Atari from happening to them, because by limiting, um, you know, third party releases, they kind of had a little bit of quality control. Yeah, it was monopolistic though, and it's it's yeah, it is. It's, it's very anti. It's anti-competitive uh, capitalism. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, so, but I, then also again, they're trying to protect to protect themselves because you saw what happened to Atari. It's like they said. Everybody can make a game. Make a game. Throw it on there. We don't care. Yeah, and and we got a lot of crap. <laughs> yeah, but Atari <laughs> made a lot of other mistakes. That yeah, Atari made a lot of the mistakes. But yeah. that was definitely one of the. Uh, <laughs> they the were learning. They were learning play. mistakes for the whole rest of the industry. Atari they were was. doing really. They were doing the 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 eight bit lords work. Oh hell yeah, yes. the eight bit lord. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, there you go. That's your Metal Gear look. It's uh, it's still a hell of a series, and I think these old games are worth returning to. The PS1 game in particular, although I would play it on the PlayStation 2 or PC if you can. Yeah. Um, but they're all excellent. Cool. And uh, Watch for 3 coming to the PlayStation 5 soon. I will play. I am playing that. I will be buying that yeah. game. Yeah, and it's on my list. The um, out of it. And of course, they'll have the uh, th- this autumn. They're going to have uh, the the classes coming back. So if you already got the PlayStation Plus Premium, you'll probably get a chance to uh, to play it there as well. But good old game sells it. Is it on Steam? I don't think so. No, it might be. I don't uh, think, good old games definitely is. has a couple of copies. Um, but it's it's a good game. And like I said, if if I was if I was uh, a fan, um, I would probably try to get the MSX two versions or something derivative and that that the NES versions are kind of rough kind of poop you nostalgic maybe but yeah but still i literally was i played all these this past week and i cussed a lot at at, uh snake's revenge (laughs) i want to get some revenge on snake for that bs that was i only played the first one this week and i played a little bit of one or uh ps1 game um, yeah, the PS One game is the way to go. I played I mean, that. Sh- I played the living shit out of it back in the day when it came out. Yeah. I played the. I played it three times through, twice yeah. with my friend Andrew, once on my own. Like I was into it. It's good stuff, baby. Yeah, great game. All right, let's move on. It's in the top one hundred of all time. It should be if it's not. Yeah, if it, it's in my top one hundred. Sure. Yeah, let's do this now. Destroy it. <laughs> We're going to try to uh, guess each other's game. Yeah, that's right. Guess my game. Brian sends me a bit of audio. I send him some, and then we try to guess it on air. Uh, we can't cheat. We don't cheat. Never cheat. We're not <laughs> we cheating can't cheat. Don't know how to cheat. What is know. cheating even? What even I'm is gonna cheating? Type mine into, uh, I'm going to type mine into the chat GPT. Go ahead. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, this one is a game that came out in 2003 because it is... I, I promise you that is retro. That's a long time ago. That's right, 20 yeah, years ago. Guys, well, you, you put it on the Game Boy Advance, so that's that's still retro. That's, yeah. Those machines were uh, still... We, like we saw the Game Boy Color a while ago. That was, you know, 20, that was back to sprites. 20 ass years ago. It's a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, 20 ass years ago, That's friends. right. So here's the music uh, and sound. Uh, see if you can guess it. That's just the Game Boy intro. It's, it's Game Boy. It's Game Boy. Did I win? <laughs> oh, shit. That sounds good. I love this game. Those are fireworks, right? Oh, I can't yeah. answer. No, that's a question. Not a question. That's not my. That's not my that's first. That's not your wish. first question. Yeah, you're fine. It's not my first wish. No. Is this a Nintendo uh, title? Like exclusive? Title? It 100 is a Nintendo exclusive yeah. title. This might help you. I'm pretty sure I heard Mario at some point. Oh wait, it's Did definitely Mario that? something, right? That? Is it, it's, oh. yes, it's a Mario something. Is, is is it Mario something? It is Mario something. Well, okay, it's Mario is in the game, in the name. Okay, Mario is in the game. Okay, and, and the name. He's in the name and the game. Oh, he's in the ma- name and the game. Okay, mm-hmm. right. Hmm. Any more questions? <laughs> Any questions? Any questions? No, David has pumpkins. Um, I do have one more. David has pumpkins. Would you say, um, well, no, I don't want to give it away. You asked me the question. I'm trying to think what would have been on the Game Boy Advance in 2003 that was Mario with a Mario title. Um, that seems like that would be too late for one thing I'm thinking of. Um, I still have a third question. Um, is it side-scrolling? Uh, it is a... S- hmm... 
Or is it top Okay, down? I'll answer it this way. It's what camera sort of, per, what camera perspective is it? How's it's that? It's so okay. There's multiple, but the two main ones are a top when you're when you're exploring around, it's kind of top yeah. down three quarter. And gotcha. when you are fighting or when you're in combat, it is side side view, side scrolling okay. view. That's your third question, by the way. That is, that's it. I got it. Okay, so it's gonna be it's gonna be uh uh Mario takes manhattan i don't know uh, let's see that is exactly <laughs> correct no that is wrong uh the answer what is, is it's gonna be such a, gonna be so mad when you tell me Go ahead. it is mario and luigi's superstar saga Son of a, i don't remember i i remember that one i never played it i one never played it i knew best, it had to be one of those ones i just never got to. one of the best games nintendo ever made in my opinion yeah uh, i'm aware of it game. but i never played it so it. it's a good one dude you should play it yeah, I mean that now. was such an easy. That was a definitely. The, it's one of those those uh, clips that you give me. That's so easy to get started, but it's it's hard to master. It's right? hard to master. Easy to start, yeah, hard, to, hard master. to master. Exactly. Yeah. I like I like the way you've said that. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, I'm going to play yours now. I see that we have uh, a date at least. What else should I know here? Or yeah, I, I actually know? gave you an, an actual extra uh, tip just because I'm I'm super nice. It's 1990. <laughs> is the uh, it's still on the NES. Uh, so it's still the the original NES, and it's uh, developed by I think it's developed by Sunsoft. Not Thirteen by years before the game I picked. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Now that that's a big is deal. retro. That's a big deal. All right, let's play it and see what we got. Developed and published by Sunsoft. Sunsoft. Okay, that's yeah. important. I, want, I need to know that. Uh, side scrolling. Um, it is yes. Okay. Side scrolling NES by Sunsoft. Oh my gosh, this is really familiar. Well, actually, I'll take it. Okay, so um, the, the it, it, when it starts off as side scrolling, and then it kind of turns. It's kind of like a three quarters top down. So yeah. Okay, so there's some of both there. Yeah. But mostly the three quarters top down. Is it based on a film, TV show, or otherwise an IP outside of video games? Yes. Um, one more question. Should I tell you which one of those ones you said that it is? Yeah, tell me which one of those. Okay, it's, it's, it's based on a film. Oh, uh... IP property. Is this um uh is this the Adams family? No. Damn it. Is that your third question? That was my third question. Let me so I get a final <laughs> guess here. Uh, is this Casper the Friendly Ghost? No, that's a really cool guess though. Okay, because it sounds I haunted to that. me. It's, you know? It's it's kind of that it, but you're right, it is kind of got that little horror vibe to it, right? Mm-hmm. This is Gremlins 2, the new Oh badge. shit! I actually had this game on the Nintendo yeah. Entertainment System, damn it. The NES Nintendo ah, Entertainment System. And it's got some so amazing music, in my opinion. Yeah, the it. music's great, especially for that era, dude. It's not bad at all. Some good chip Get to run business. around as a little mogwai. Yeah, getting wet. Uh, yeah, grabbing. No, you don't, I don't think you, you don't want to do that. Um, getting clippy. <laughs> and, uh-huh. uh, yeah. 
That's how you do. Try not to eat eggs after midnight. You know, yeah, that whole thing, that whole piece of business. Well, that's great. Yeah. Nice pick. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna do this again next week. It's always funny when we lose. I like it. Now this. Welcome to the treasure room. Time to oh, is that emails? Yeah, that's emails and texts. I got an email this week from uh, someone who sent an email to playretroshow at gmail.com. This is Aaron from Southern Utah. Oh, hi, Aaron. My home state. Yeah. He says, uh, Scott and Brian, I wanted to share my latest Facebook mas- uh, sorry, marketplace find, the Karate oh. Champ arcade game from 1984, <gasps> and all of its original parts, including a heavy CRT monitor and some nostalgic screen burn-in. Wow. Uh, Karate Champ is often considered the grandfather of fighting games and was the top-grossing yeah. arcade machine in the U.S. in 1985. I'm stoked to own a part of history and to learn how to tinker with old technology. If either of you played Karate Champ, it would be fun to hear a classic fighting genre episode from you guys as well. Thanks for all the fun shows, Aaron, Southern Utah. Um, yes, I played Karate Champ a lot. Uh, yes, me I too. And I am so jealous of that find. And I'm curious, how did you get it home? That thing, uh, that thing is massive. Yeah, what'd you pay? Is what I want yeah, what'd know. you pay? We want to know deets. Yeah, give us some details. How much money was this freaking thing? I'm guessing a couple hundred bucks probably. Probably so. if I had to guess. Karate Champ, that's a, that's a great game. Like we I, we've we've talked a little bit about Karate Champ as part of other past episodes, but seeing something specifically, like they said a fighting game, classic fighting game genre episode kind of thing would be nice. Yeah, that'd be fun. Like wasn't Karate yeah. Champ was uh, one hit kill right or one hit down? How did it work? Uh, uh, we did. Let me let me think. Let me try to remember. No, I think it's the is it the three. I think I have to do is I have to like like regular matches. You had matches, uh, but once you got contact and didn't block yeah yeah you had one it was like it's like karate it's like karate once you made the contact it's like point yeah red point 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 point. oh and it had this like ron jeremy looking guy running the match in the background back there (laughs) it looks like he's smothering it looks like he's smothering um uh mickey mouse with his butt it's hilarious i never thought of that but that's that's fantastic the way my brain works do the crane kick crane kick that's great uh very cool cat or fine there aaron that's awesome nice I just drove through your uh, neck of the woods. Hope you're doing well down there. If you want if to send I'd us an there email, was an arcade uh, game machine out there called the uh, the Karate Champ. I would have picked it up. Hell yeah, you would have. Yeah, that's what you do. Play retro show at gmail.com. You can also text us or voicemail us at eight zero one four seven one zero four six two. We're going to talk about next week's uh, discussion, which will be Jurassic Park and all the '90s video games because that game, yes. that movie's thirty freaking years old. 30 years old this year, my friend. Yep. And and imagine the first ones of these were on the NES and they made it to the Genesis. Can you imagine trying to present Jurassic Park, the movie, on an 8 to 16-bit system? Mm-hmm. It seems foolish. You know what else seems crazy? What's that? Just doing the math here. This is, let's see, 81, so that would have been uh, 12 years between E.T., Yes. And Jurassic Park. 30 years between Jurassic Park and now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It is amazing how fast video. We kind of forget this. But in the retro years of video gaming, the the leaps for consoles were phenomenal. I mean, now it's kind of like, oh, I went from my PS4 Pro to my PS5. Well, that's a slight upgrade. I just remember in Spielberg years, that felt like a long time between E.T. and and Jurassic Park. And now it's nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. Oh, my gosh. Time. You're talking about movies. Yeah, what even is? Same same thing. thing. Yeah, same deal. 
Like, yeah. what even is video? What are, what are we? Who are we? What are we? Who we don't are, even know. What is this existence? Yeah, we don't Give even know. Give me the blue know. pill. I want to go back in. Let's go back in. Let's taste that steak and know what knows is it that it's fake. Is it blue pill or red pill? I always forget. I don't know which pill it is. Which <laughs> one do you take? The wrong which one pill. do you take to go in and learn more about the Matrix? What yeah, I'm like, uh, you got to go over that again, Morpheus. I wasn't really listening. Also, which one was it again? It's a, if, so, if a few less dicks would use that as the basis for their stupid ideology, that'd be nice, too. A lot yeah, of that would be nice, too. People use the Matrix in shitty ways. Uh, anyway, there's that. We're going to do that next week. Jurassic Park in the 90s. Check it out. We'll be back for that. Uh, in the meantime, I would like to thank a brand new patron. John Nelson joined us. John, oh, John Nelson. That's really nice, man. Thank you, John. Thank you for being a part of uh, Play Retro. John's going to get some uh, some patron supporting content. Uh, last week, I recorded uh, an extra episode of Frogger. Yeah. And uh, for that, and I'm going to do some Amber Nick uh, RG35XX this week. Yes. Can't believe I ordered that today. I believe it. Believe it. I'm going to play it. Yeah, you are. And I'm going to love it. Because, yeah, like I said, I'm already I've already been playing like quick rounds of stuff that I would never because sometimes I'm like oh, I want to get my Steam Deck out but I'm like oh it's just, oh, it's, I, I it's love heavy, it but it's, and it's over there and you know you and, don't wanna, and yeah. it doesn't like it, it takes a little while for it to boot up this thing's like boom here's your game play it play boom. it go yeah absolutely go. Uh, yeah I'm excited and when I get it and I get lost and confused about how uh, Yuri tells me to hack call it me. I'll let you know I'll call you call me. Uh, no commercials ever. Pre-show content every week. Monthly benefits and other cool stuff. If you just get in there and sign up today, patreon.com slash playretro. Playretro show is over on our website, frogpants.com slash playretro. And you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. That's going to do it for us. Uh, I feel like I'm missing something. I don't know why. What am I missing that I feel like I'm missing? I don't know what I'm missing. You usually say, Brian, uh, what, you got any final words? And you I have go, any final words? What are your final words, Brian? I yeah. go, uh, they got Rayman on this thing. Hot damn. Holy this guy's shit. got no arms or oh, legs. He that sucks. Matter. He's the worst. Hell plug. Bye, everybody. If you like what you just heard, there's a very good chance you will like all the shows on the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. Snake, answer me. Snake, snake! <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.